Hey everyone, it's Candace from Dowdism.com. Thanks for tuning into this segment of Coffee with Candace, or more like a candid moment with Candace, because I wanted to get down to the nitty gritty and really talk to you about uh, something personal to me, and that was me being laid off. So for three months, I actually didn't work, which I honestly thought that being in the staffing industry and knowing how to hire, how to interview, how to prep for everything like the back of my hand, because that's my profession, that I'd be able to get in and hit the ground running, but I guess I should give you all insight from how everything started. Um, I was in a position, I was paid well, I was doing my job, despite the fact that I did have some obstacles, such as like not a proper applicant tracking system, and I was basically working off of post-its and a whiteboard, but that didn't stop me from attaining my level of success. But I did notice within the company that they were laying off, which seemed like quite often which I started to see or find a bit troubling. So I went to my hiring manager probably maybe a month or two prior and said, hey, is there anything that I need to be worried of? Should I start looking for a new job? Can you write me a letter of recommendation? Like what's going on? Because I'm an intuitive person. I can pick up on things and energies and everything and so forth. And I was becoming concerned, but I was told you're fine. You're good. Just keep trucking on in your role, doing a great job. Don't let anything keep you from being distracted. Just, or don't let anything distract you, so to speak. Just do your job. So I'm doing my job, but in the same note, I'm thinking, still doesn't feel right. Now, by this time, it's December. And if anybody has applied for jobs in the month of December, they probably realize it falls on deaf ears. It's Q4. People are starting to check out. People are going to exhaust their PTO if they haven't taken it already. Response times are at an all-time low. And even in the month of January, it's it's still pretty bad because people are coming back from a vacation. They're looking at budgets. They're really trying to look and figure out what they need. So I, in that moment, was just thinking, if I can just make it through at least to February, I'll be good if they decide that they're going to lay me off or make any moves. But that didn't happen because they gave me the boot early December. I was part two of a wave of layoffs and I was shocked because I had literally just had uh, another conversation with my manager that all was well in the golden front. So as I'm sitting there in the HR office eating a piece of cake and I'm told today is your last day, um, we're letting you go, as well as some other folks, I just thought, I can't believe this shit. Wow. I asked you all (laughs) if I should be weary. So... Shame on me for not really just fully trusting my gut and maybe taking the initiative. But I had only been in my role for less than a year. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to move on because I didn't want to look like I had been sketchy or hopping around on my jobs. Because before that, I had been laid off from the prior company. Which was also unfortunate because they were going through an acquisition. I had just been promoted to a middle management role there. And then they decided you know, six months after I started that there was really no need for middle management. The offices were not large enough. The director should handle that kind of work. So there I was along with a few other people who were mid, mid-level managers being let go. So two layoffs in 2018, uh, combined with two short-term stints for some people that would be the end of the world, but I actually decided to use my layoff for good. I really wanted to take time to figure out what was important to me, what made me happy, uh, what I did and didn't want in a job. 
uh, I definitely had realized, you know, when it comes to how I'm treated in the workplace, that, that bottom line of respect was so pivotal. Uh, I was already stressed out. I was gaining weight in the last role. I was getting, you know, spoken to in ways in which I did not appreciate. And it just left me drained and depleted every time I left. Not to mention my commute was an hour and a half each way. So that's three hours out of my day. And out of that three hour commute, I'm spending a few hours where I'm basically being told, you know, do more, send us your metrics. You're not stepping up to the game. You're not hitting your numbers yet. I also didn't have a basis to which I was supposed to go by or metrics or whatever you call it. So it was a situation where being laid off within itself was a blessing because it gave me the opportunity to hit a reset button. Now, for some people, a reset button is not something they want. They they don't give a shit about a reset button because bills need to be paid. They need to take care of things. But because I felt like something was coming for a couple of months, I had really stopped eating out, stopped shopping as much, and I just started saving my money for a worst case scenario. So maybe I spoke it on myself. Maybe I brought it upon myself by thinking about it because they say, you know, from law of attraction, what you focus on expands, or maybe I was just smart for once and trusted my gut. So taking this time to, to reset and apply for jobs is one of the, the best things that I had, had done. It really let me focus on what was really important and vital to me when it comes to my next job move. I knew I didn't want a long ass commute again. I knew that I wanted autonomy in the workplace to have that flexibility to feel like I have a quality of life, you know, regardless of if you have kids or you're married or you have dogs you want to feel like your life is more than just walking to an office, making the bulk of the money for the person that owns it. So, and Texas is an at will state. So it's basically like you can get fired for any reason. You could blink the wrong way and they can say that's their reason for sending you off. So my perception has changed drastically when it comes to who's going to get my time when it comes to corporate America. Um, So here it is. Three months have passed and I went, through probably 150 applications. Uh, At one point, I had 17 interviews in just one week alone. And I wasn't just, there was something that was off. It was like I had a roadblock and I couldn't pick up any steam. Nothing was making sense. And I just couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Um, I think a lot of it was just came down to salary and how much I made in commissions and so forth that was scaring people away, which it shouldn't be because I work in a commission-based driven environment. So you would want somebody who's doing well in their role, not someone who's going to scare you because maybe you can't potentially pay them. So I spent essentially three months just applying, hitting the ground, applying, 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 and then being greeted with no's. No, you don't have enough technical experience. No, you're too short-term stints are a red flag. We think that maybe you'll be flaky. No, you you made too much money, so we can't afford you. And it could have been the most discouraging moment in my life, but it wasn't. It was actually the moment that just drove me further. I continued to work on Coffee with Candace. I continued to put out content. I continued to help people on their resumes. I continued to try and be a beacon of light because I could say for once that I understood wholeheartedly what people were struggling with, what was a dilemma, you know, in terms of looking for a job, because instead of people saying, well, from an objective, well, you don't know, you've never been in my footsteps. I can say, I've been there. I get this. I understand. The last time that I was out of work for this period of time, 
was back in maybe 2008 when I was fresh out of college. I had just broken my foot. So I'm trying to walk into interviews with crutches on and like a really bad limp and people were just looking over me like, nope. And that was before EEOC policies were really like being pushed in diversity and inclusion and not really looking at people negatively if they had an impairment or some type of disability. But people were, I was walking in and they were like, oh, the position is filled. And this was back in 08. So to have been on the market for three months, I just used it to focus on myself. Uh, I paid my bills. My friends were like, hey, you want to go out to eat? Sure, if you're paying, great. Um, But I didn't want to change my quality of life. I wanted to make sure that I'm still in a loving, happy space. And sometimes we have to let ourselves rest and accept what goes on uh, and take it at face value, but don't make it an end-all be-all as well. So if you're on the market and you got laid off or you got laid off, Maybe you got fired. I don't know. I'm going to continue on with this podcast this week. These will definitely be longer segments because I want to be candid with my experience and what I looked at. Was everything peachy while I looked for a job? Hell no. Some days just absolutely sucked. I had probably one or two breakdowns because I just couldn't figure out what the hell it would take for me to get the job. So stay tuned this week. I have more segments that I want to add on to this one. I want to be absolutely candid. If you have questions, feel free to send them to info at dadism.com. Really looking forward to you tuning in and just being vulnerable in a sense, because nobody wants to admit that they've messed up, that they have flaws, that there's something wrong, but sometimes it's definitely needed. So thanks for tuning in and have a good one. Hey, hey, it's Candace from Dadism.com, and thanks for tuning in to this segment of Coffee with Candace, where I wanted to take a moment to, of course, touch down on one subject in just a matter of a couple of minutes, and just wanted to take this week to really focus on unemployment, how to navigate it, as well as how to avoid fake jobs. But one of the big things is I wanted to speak from a very personable or personal perspective, and that is most people don't know that I was actually unemployed for a number of months. Um, and it's a bit strange sometimes because I work in the staffing industry. Recruitment is my wheelhouse. I feel like I'm a subject matter expert when it comes to resume writing, the interview process. I'm well connected within the industry. And yet here it was, I spent months after month after month looking for a job, applying for jobs, interviewing, and still not managing to successfully navigate a position to work in my favor, or even get an offer. So I want to speak from a very honest space. A lot of times people will tune in and they think that I'm just giving insight because it's my industry expertise. But for this one, it's it's an experience that I can say that I've navigated. And instead of looking at it from a woe is me or being downtrodden about this process and experience, I take it and say, look, this is what I've done. This is how I was able to navigate it. This is how I was able to maintain my sanity. And truthfully, gratitude and optimism went a long way, as well as really having to dig deep and say, you know what, I've got a mortgage, I've got dogs, I've got a car note. What can I do in a worst case scenario to really thrive and hustle to make sure that me and mine are taken care of. So we'll be focusing on that this week. And also, if you have any type of questions or thoughts that you love to relay my way, I'd love to chat with you either on a one-on-one via, you know, this podcast or answer your questions directly. But just to kind of kick off this week, I want to be open and just say, hey, 
if you're currently unemployed or maybe your job is on the line, trust me, I understand. I've been there. Um, And these are some of the things I've done to really help myself. But one of the biggest things I'd say to kick off my unemployment was after about a week of having to process what had actually happened, I then took the opportunity to focus on myself. I realized I was stressed. My blood pressure was probably way too high. I was in an environment that was probably not ideal for my overall health. I wasn't working out. I was eating unhealthy meals just because it was most convenient because oftentimes I'd work so hard and so long that I didn't realize I was hungry until I was getting a bit shaky. So after kind of processing everything, I decided that I would focus on me first and that meant my health. So quality health, quality life, quality outcome. So stay tuned for the next few episodes to come as we dig deep on my own personal experience. And hopefully you'll tune in and also give me insight as to any tidbits that could help the next person who may be in the same boat. So thanks for tuning into this segment of Coffee with Candace. I apologize for any outside or background noise you hear. That's just the coffee maker going off. Um, And I'm not in the bathroom. So no, sorry for that vivid thought. (laughs) But hey, thanks for tuning in. And of course, I'm candid. So I hold nothing back and I surely don't bite my tongue. So have a good one. Bye.